What's up, guys? And welcome back to the podcast. That was interesting. I don't know why it didn't let me hear it. Oh, I can't hear that either. What's going on? Is this thing set to the right thing? Oh, it's not. That's why. That, don't make, that makes sense. There we go. All right. Let me just make a quick adjustment over here. There we go. That should be good. Uh, let me lower that though. It's a little loud. All right. Yeah. What's up, Katie? Oh, super late. What's up, Katie? HR fam, it's your boy Metal back again another week. Oh, yo, <laughs> Audi Metalhead's working on my screen again, and now I just see him eating. That's hilarious. So, um, <laughs> so first things first, we want to apologize for this thing starting 30 minutes late. It's still really loud in my ears. I gotta lower that. Um. Uh, we want to apologize for being 30 minutes late. We were having some technical difficulties, but everything looks to be working just fine now. So, uh, yeah, we're here. Um, and so follow us on Instagram. As you can see in the bottom right corner, we do have uh, the um, handle for our Instagram and Facebook, at official pedal to the metal, all one word, no caps. If you follow both of those, you'll find a link tree. And in the link tree, you'll find the links to all of our other social media platforms, including our YouTube channel, where we have uh, weekly um, Epic Roost videos, although I didn't have one this week uh, because of a lot of things. Uh, we used to have weekly What If videos, and uh, one day they'll come back. But uh, yeah, that was a thing. And then Versus from Audi Metalhead, where uh, he put some stuff against each other, which was uh, pretty cool. Uh, so definitely check all that stuff out and we also have our weekly live stream on YouTube uh, called shoot the shit where we just kind of hang out with each other and talk about everything pretty much except music and just hang out so if you want to hang out with us after this show then you're more than welcome to as you can see letters from Neverland is playing by Avatar and uh, while you guys can't hear that or at least shouldn't be able to hear that uh, I'm showing it to you guys so in case you guys want to uh, you know hang out with us then, uh, or I mean, listen to this music at the same time as us, then you can do that. Uh, but also in the link tree is our Discord server where you can join the Discord server. Vote for Band of the Week, put in your suggestions, all of that good stuff. We have a couple bots, so you can also use them to talk with us and all of that. So check that out if you haven't already. And you'll also find our merch link where you can buy your own official pedal to the Metal Alert merch. There's a fly in here and it keeps messing with me. Uh, anyway, so merch, we have sweaters, we have both hoodies and crewnecks. We also have long sleeve shorts, the shirts, short sleeve shirts, uh, women's tees and all that good stuff. We have phone cases for both uh, iPhone and Android. And then last but not least, we have stickers because who doesn't want a good sticker? Uh, but yeah, so go check that out. Um, uh, you can follow me personally at Alan Music Perez, or you can follow my photography Instagram at natures underscore BD underscore AP. Uh, if you want, you can follow my Twitch, twitch.tv slash MetalRhino94. I've been uh, lagging it, but I'm going to be playing Hellblade, Sinnoh's Sacrifice soon. Um, and then I also have some other games lined up. I already grabbed them onto my computer so that I can stream those as well at some point or another. So check that out if you haven't already. Uh, you can also subscribe to my YouTube channel if you want. Alan P, The Life of a Musician, where I uh, used to do vlogs, done some Facebook reactions, and I'm putting a little something together. Uh, I don't want to give too many details about that, but it is uh, 
going to start coming along soon, so check that out. Uh, but that's going to do it for me. Who's got next? Not okay, I guess I'm going to go next. All right. I guess I guess I'll go next. Hello, everybody. Uh, my name is Carlos Rodriguez. Uh, I want to apologize for my extended absence. Life has been pretty busy for me, both like personally and the quote-unquote professionally wise. It's been it's been pretty busy. Uh, it's been pretty busy for me, but I'm very glad to be back here once again with everybody else. And I miss all of all these guys and all you guys who are consistently listening to the show. Uh, if you like to follow me personally, my Instagram is going to be at Carlos Rodriguez Guitar, where you can find a link tree to my personal YouTube page, uh, Pedal to the Metals YouTube page, uh, my my link to my band Spotify, and um, yeah, that about does it for me. All right, that's cool, man. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, it's Audi Miller here. Good to be back again. Um, all right, I hope you guys had an amazing spring break. I sure did. I just, uh, sorry, I'm, I'm eating some hockey and it's uh, like, um, kind of making me belch, but I had a good spring break. I just uh, celebrated off this week, uh, last week, and I posted some videos. So, um, educated people on what to do for, for this entire month of April, which is autism acceptance month. Be sure to check those out on both my TikTok accounts and Instagram accounts, which, by the way, you can follow me on under at Audio Metalhead uh, on both the, the same username on both uh, accounts, and I also have a YouTube channel, which is, um, excuse me, currently on hiatus again, um, also at Audio Metalhead, and that is all for me. So, alright, so I'm DJ, uh, you can follow me at Contraband96 on Instagram, uh, in the link to my bio you can also see all the other projects I'm involved in, so Midday Moon, which is my band, you'll be able to find our information there, as well as the link to this uh, podcast, so feel free to check that out, Midday Moon has some new stuff coming out, for real this time we have a release date, <laughs> April 30th, so follow our page, uh, give us a stream, and let us know what you think. For sure. Hey guys, Anthony here once again. Glad to be back on the show. You know, I took a week off, a lot of things I wanted to do. Um, once again, glad to be back. Glad to thank you for listening. You can follow me on my Instagram at anthony one obvious 24 And you can follow my YouTube page at youtube.com slash POV1 crew if you like jerseys, vintage goodies. Just got a great pair of pickup just back on Monday. So look out for the upcoming videos soon. It is a doozy. Nice. Nice, nice. All right, guys. Well, with that all said and done, it is time to announce Band of the Week. So, this week, our Band of the Week is none other than Rammstein. That's right. Rammstein got, Rammstein, sorry, got voted in for the Band of the Week this week, and I'm actually kind of excited about this one. So, that's good. <laughs> good. <laughs> I, I can say little things here and there in German, but I, I, I'm not fluent even a little but uh so rammstein is actually dance metal is what what the wiki says um (laughs) so really what the wiki says is uh neo dos harte band but i was like what is neo dos harte uh it literally translates to new german hardness otherwise known as ndh tons metal and dance metal which is a the subgenre that they all fall under. Um, so it's like German bossa nova. <laughs> it kind of makes New sense. I'm like, yeah, okay. Uh, so they formed back in 1994, 
Uh, so they've been around, what is that, 26 years, 27 years almost? Uh, yes. Something like that, yeah. Which, uh, that's pretty crazy. And they have uh, a good amount, wait, where? Oh, wow, that's a lot lower than I'm used to. So they have their release, or they debut, not release, their debut album, uh, the 1995, and the album was called, uh, I'm going to butcher this, uh, Herzeleid. I think that's how you pronounce that. I could be wrong. I could be very wrong. I have no idea. I have no idea. It's German, man. <laughs> uh, but then they had other albums in 97, uh, 2001, 2004, 2005, 2009. And their most recent one was in 2019. Now, it says untitled, so I don't know if that's the name of the album or if it, the album literally just doesn't have a title. Um, but either way, that's quite something, if I'm uh, being completely honest. Because I was kind of expecting something else, you know what I mean? Uh, but before I move on to the band's history, what is your guys' experience with Rammstein? Um, hmm. Duhas. Yeah, it starts Duhas. and ends there. <laughs> That's pretty much yeah. it. Yeah, same. Um, it's actually a, a very unconventional story where I first heard Rammstein. Um... I don't know if you guys have ever seen this movie. It's a movie called How High. And it sounds start, familiar, actually. Yeah, it starts two rappers, Method Man and Red Man, where they get accepted into Harvard. And one of the scenes where is they have like one of those study sessions and stuff, like a study collage. And to wake uh, Red Man up, Method Man gets his stereo, a blast, puts it on blast, and plays Duhas by Rammstein. Nice. They're smoking blunts as they're as they're waking up. To just super fun. <laughs> nice. And uh, yeah, that's why I got. And I, and I thought the song was dope. I looked it up. and said, "What is that song?" He's saying Duhas. Du, it's a Duhas. Like, oh, Duhas. Yeah. The band Ramstein, and I listened to that whole song. Man, it was so good. So that's what got me in the Ramstein. Gotcha. Nice, okay. nice. Yeah, I'm gonna say the same, uh, similar, and not the same as Anthony. Um, uh, that was the Du Hoft was the the first song, and surprise, surprise! I first heard it on Guitar Hero Five. <laughs> Wait, Guitar Hero. I thought it was six. It was five. Yeah, it was five. Du Hoft. but yeah, they were in Guitar Hero Six, but it was a different song. Oh, okay. I thought I thought Du Hoft was six. I don't know. But yeah, I, I mean, I heard the song there too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, sorry. I said not surprisingly, I also heard the, the song there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I, I'm from uh, Duhas. I heard other songs like um, uh, Tone, uh, Engel, and Bookfish. I'm, I'm very sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. I do not know <laughs> very good German. <laughs> I tried, but I'm not really good at German. And then I heard uh, Mind Heil, uh, this one, which is a, a, a jam pick, Yerokuta. Um, and uh, some, oh, the, I think the best one is Pussy by, <laughs> by Rammstein. Uh, <laughs> that was well great. And, um, Excuse me? Yeah, I said it. Um, <laughs> uh, and uh, of course, there are the most recent. Uh, um, uh, which uh, which one of them is uh, Deutschland um, in their latest uh, album. Sounds like you've heard a lot more Ramstein than most of us. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, this doesn't sound like you don't really know them. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, but to be fair, I'm not really much of a Ramstein fan, but I do, I do like to listen to to Ramstein. Not much of a Ramstein fan, and then the soft, so many songs. By the way, here, by the way, here's their entire discography behind me. Here's <laughs> <laughs> their entire discography. Oh. <laughs> okay, but for me, except for the second album, track five. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, for me, I can't remember exactly how, where, like, if it was a video game or where that I came across them. I just know that somehow I did, and that song stuck. Um, and it might have been, it might have been during my, uh, it might have been during the Limewire days where I just looked up random bands. And uh, oh, yeah, it, it might have been that. I, I don't know because it's been a really long time since I heard uh, or since I uh, started listening to Ramstein at all. Uh, I'm not that big a fan. I know the one song well, and then I know of uh, a few of their other songs, like America um, is another one that I've heard once or twice. So I don't know like a whole lot, but that's pretty much all I know from them. So because of that, let's go a little bit into their history. I swear I'm going to try to consolidate this much more than I usually do. Uh, so <laughs> I know. Last time we spent literally like more than an hour of the podcast just on the history. Was there was like, a oh. lot of history and I had <laughs> no idea it was going to take that long and I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> do, do we have time for recommended stuff? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I got, I got a better, I got a better plan for it this time. I'm still gonna read the wiki, just not as detailed as, as before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's start it. with uh, 1989 is when the East German guitarist Richard Kruspe escaped to West Berlin and started the band Org. Or- oh wow. Um, the band was called Orgasm Death Gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. That's just... Wow. Okay. Uh, Apparently, it was influenced by American music, especially Kiss. So, that's a thing. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can see that. Well, you can't have an orgasm death gimmick without a little kiss. (laughs) (laughs) It's part of the gimmick, right? Oh, that's great. In 1992, Chris made his his first trip to the U.S., with Till Lenderman and Oliver Ali Rydell. Uh, and he realized he did not want to make American music and concentrated on creating a unique German sound. Uh, and then the new project started working together in 1993 between those three guys. Um, at first, they called themselves they called themselves uh, Rammstein Flugschau uh, or Rammstein Air Show. Um, after the 1988 Rammstein Air Show disaster, Oh, that makes sense too. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, tell me why this article jumps to a paragraph from nine or from 2019. It just skips over 30 years. Like, yeah, let's just talk about 2019 here. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> happened in between. It didn't exist. <laughs> uh, well, what it says is that in a in a 2019 feature, Metal Hammer explained that the band was named after one of their earliest songs, Ramstein, written after the city. Uh, so that's how they ended up with Rammstein versus uh, Rammstein Flugschau. Uh, still don't know if I'm saying that right, but uh, Rammstein coexisted with the members' previous band projects for about a year and a half, uh, and then the members would in, uh, invest the money raised with the Feeling B shows in Rammstein. 
They recorded their first songs in a building that had been squatted by Feeling B frontman. I have no idea how to pronounce this. Aljosha Rompe? I have no idea if I said that right. I'm trying here. Uh, and then a contest was held in Berlin for amateur bands in 1994. And the winner of that contest would receive access to a professional recording studio for a week. And you know who won. Einstein won. Nice. That's crazy. I feel like... Oh, a bit of a tangent. I, I feel like um, those kinds of prizes where it's like, oh yeah, you get a week in the studio, it's like nothing. <laughs> you could easily burn all that time. I mean, a week is not a long time. A week, a week is a lot of time when you're considering that you usually pay like That's a lot of money, man. I mean, oh, yes, like, true. That, that's worth. It is true. That's true. Especially but I mean, if you're not used yet, man. Like that's that's a big deal. It is. It really is. There's no denying that. But what I'm saying, Joe, is just like I, I know a lot of bands that end up taking months to record their albums and stuff. So when you put that into context, it's like, yeah, it's really not a lot of time. I mean, like, it, if I got a free week, I'd use every like, second of it. Yeah, months to like plan out the album and like write it and record it, but just to record it, usually not. It's usually because a lot of like fans like they change their songs or they're writing a lot of it in the studio. Like especially because yeah. like they're not paying for their studio by the hour because it's usually their studio. So the whole process happens sure. in their studio. But when you're like starting out and you're going into the studio and you're paying hourly, you're writing a lot of your music before you get there. You're not like conceptualizing the whole thing in the studio. You're going there to get it done, like in terms of saving money. So if you're giving your yeah. like a band a whole week in the studio, like and you're not worried about what it costs per hour, that's that's a pretty big deal. Man. Like you, you can't under, yeah. understand. Hands down, that. you're that's, right. That's pretty good. I, I think I think it depends on the I think it depends on the band. Like if they're like super yeah, well prepared exactly. and super tight. Then like yeah, yeah. They, they can seriously and, use that time. But probably, if, if a band, yeah. but if a band doesn't have their shit together, they're like writing their parts as they're recording them. Then like yeah, that's just yeah. You know, yeah. time wasted. Yeah, that is for sure. Uh, I think it's natural. Like even if you go there with your shit written, like it, it, I feel like almost every single song always changes once you're recording it too. Like you start coming up with new things or just different effects or whatever you know. True. But, but yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah, sure. I, I think the week's pretty solid. Yeah. Honestly, it, I mean, yeah. it's pretty good. And then this is also 1994, so there's also like that whole aspect of how recording was different back then versus how it is yeah, now. The undo button didn't exist. Exactly. So <laughs> yeah. I imagine like they're like, oh, you get you can use it during this time, and so these guys practice the shit out of their songs beforehand is like what I'm guessing, and you know. But uh, so yeah, they recorded a demo with that prize um and then uh, i don't actually see the name of the demo but in 1995 is in march of that uh year is when they started uh recording their first studio album i already said the name i'm not gonna try to butcher it uh with producer jacob hellner does anybody know that name i feel like i do but i don't off top i don't (laughs) what was the name again uh jacob hellner no yeah, that does sound familiar. <laughs> He's like, I know that name. So, uh, I think it's one of those. I think it's one of those names where you first hear it, it sounds like a famous person, but then you look it up and it's just like someone else, but a somewhat like slightly different name. Uh, Jacob Hellner is a Swedish music producer who has produced bands like Rumstein, Apocalyptica, and Crawfinger. Oh. So yeah, I've heard of the. 
Yeah, but this is Remstein. So, uh, moving on. Sorry, Remstein actually headlined a 17-show tour of Germany in December of that year. Bro, these guys had barely started, and they were doing a 17-show tour, headlining. That's not a bad gig. Yeah, there it is. Oh, I've been waiting for that, man. You don't even know. Oh, All right. I was so disappointed in you, Metal, that you did not name the episode that. When I saw it posted, I was like, bro, what the fuck? Like, I thought that was going to be a given. Like, I was so mad. What? The, the not a bad gig. Oh, that would have been a pretty good thing, huh? Yeah. I was like, bro, <laughs> come on. No, no. Like, like... What? <laughs> It was I, like such a basic name too. I didn't even remember it, but I was so heated. I've been I've been on this basic uh, name <laughs> path for a while, dude. Okay, like it, it, it slipped my mind. I haven't come up with crazy names in a while, and I've been struggling to do it. So I just stuck with the basic, yeah. like, oh, this is the band, you know. And just, I, just put Don Sexual in parentheses, and you'll have people flocking. Put what? Yeah. Don Sexual. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Ramstein. Don Sexual. <laughs> That's not wrong. That's the funny part. Uh, so March of '96, Rammstein actually performed on MTV's "Hanging Out" in London. Their first performance in the UK. <laughs> I was like waiting yeah, yeah. for him to say it. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, so then, yeah. After that, it was just kind of tours for a while and all that stuff. So then we get to the next section. Uh, Rammstein started recording "Sen Sen Sen I don't know how to say that. I think that's how you say it. In November of 1996 at the Temple Studios in Malta. Where is Malta? I, I feel like I should know that. Oh, Malta is like a tiny, tiny island. Like, uh, that's like, like this, like the very like southern part of Europe, I believe. It's oh, like, okay. It's, it's like kind of obscure. Gotcha. Uh, so, same producer, Jacob Hellner, and then Engel. It was the first single from the album, and it was released on April 1st, 1997. Can you imagine they just drop a song, and then people are just like, oh, this is an April Fool's joke. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, and reached gold status in Germany on 23rd of May. That's, wow, gold status in a month and a half? Oh, wow. That's crazy. Wow, that's, that's crazy. Well, actually... Actually, wait. Aren't wait? Um, aren't like the gold standards like different from like United States gold standard or something? Uh, you know what? I don't know. If you or somebody wants to look that up and let me know, that'd be great. But I don't I, actually I heard know. That, I heard that they were. I don't know. I, what is it in he, here? It's five hundred. Okay. I think it's five hundred. Five hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, five hundred k. Um. I, I think that's what it is here. I think that's what gold status is here, but I don't know about other countries. I don't know what they have. Is it? Is it wait, this happened in Germany, right? Yes, Germany. Okay, uh -oh. let me see. So, because of it reaching gold status, it actually ended up creating the chance for a um, <laughs> a release of a fan edition, and it was actually called Engel Fan Edition. That's kind of cool. I mean, you got your fans version of this is that i think that's what it is that's crazy man that's so cool yeah, yeah. um but yeah so then they continue touring in summer uh after the release of the album uh, which was august 22nd of 97 uh in case i didn't say uh and this is actually the same 
Um, oh, no, I'm, I'm lying. I was about to lie. The album reached number one in Germany after two weeks, though. That's insane. Oh, wow. Oh, an update. Like, reading the Wikipedia on the... Like, what the International Federation of Phonographic Industry, which is based in London, which is what Germany, like, bases their, like, standards of. Uh-huh. Apparently, in order, in order to get a... A single to reach gold, you need 150,000 units sold. 150? Oh, okay. That's significantly yeah. less, but still incredibly impressive. Yeah, of course. By those standards, is Hey Wade at gold status yet? I mean, uh, no. Basically it, we haven't sold shit. Streaming uh, is a lot different than selling, yeah. Or, well, yeah. Okay, streaming wise. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I mean, yeah. Streaming, we're over 300k on that one already. Jesus Christ, uh, that's crazy. So you're already yeah. like stream, yeah. streams and buying. Like, yeah, nobody buys music anymore, though, man. Like, unless I buy you're selling music. like physical CDs. <laughs> yeah, but like a couple of like of your close friends is, is not the same thing it's as not. like how it used to be, man. Like, if we were a band like 10 years ago or something, people would be buying the music a lot more than just you know like listening on. Apple Music or Spotify or something, you know? I don't even know about that yeah, cheap. Like, 10 years ago, I feel like there was still plenty of streaming. Maybe... maybe yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but it, it wasn't as widespread as it is. Pandora was, like, the biggest thing. Spotify started blowing up, like, two years later. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Like, it was still around, but people were still buying music, like, 10 years ago, pretty significantly. Gotcha. Well... <clears throat> oh, snaps. Where'd I go? Oh no, I lost my place. I lost my place. Oh, here we go. Uh, so then, uh, a year later, Ramstein played to over 17,000 fans at the Volkheit in Ger- in Berlin. Sorry. I mean, yes, that's still Germany. That's just not what I meant to say. Uh, the biggest okay. show the band had played there up to that date. Uh, some, some of the supporting acts were Danzig, Nina Hagen, Jauschim Witt, and Alaska. Uh, oh, Danzig's cool. <laughs> not that I, I don't know the rest, but I know Danzig. That's, that's yeah, familiar. Danzig's pretty cool. Uh, after that, they embarked on a live tour with Corn, Ice Cube, Orgy, and Limbiscuit, <laughs> called the Damn. Family Values Tour. Damn, that's not a bad gig. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I love that image <laughs> so much. I don't know the headliner there. Huh? I don't know the headliner there. I don't know who the headliner was. I mean... Any one of those could be the headliner, so... Yeah, because all fucking huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the band was nominated at the MTV European Music Awards for Best Rock Act and performed Du Hast live on the 12th of November of that year. Uh, that year being 1998. Uh, and then they found further success in 1999. Uh, starting off that year in February with a nomination for Best Metal Performance at the 41st, 41st Annual Grammy Awards. A year after it was filmed, the Live aus Berlin concert was released on CD on August 30th, 1999, with a limited edition double CD also available. That's pretty damn good, actually. Nice. Uh, what? Further popularity was ensued when Du Hast was included in, wait for it, the Matrix music from the motion picture. Really? Wait, what? The, right? Wait, it what? It was, in, it, it, it was in the movie? Yeah, where? Does I don't know. I, no, that's I, all I it says. That. I, I noticed I that. I haven't watched that movie in a long time, man. I got 
Same here. Yeah, no, me either, man. This is news yeah, to it's me. it's been a while. This, this wasn't news to me. I, I uh, saw something similar to that. The only thing is, I don't recall if it was in the movie or not. I know it was in the soundtrack, but I'm not sure in the, in the movie itself. I don't know. I feel maybe like... Maybe in the credits uh, or something? Who knows? Could have uh, been in the credits. Oh, uh, maybe. Probably. In the beginning of the movie or something. Or also, when they do a movie, like, they play in the background and you can barely hear it. Well, yeah, that's, I guess what, that's, that's what I'm thinking too. Like one of those, uh, oh, the radio's playing, but we're not focusing on that type of noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah like background music. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's possible. All right, Ramstein's Ramstein's album Mutter was recorded in the south of France in May and June of 2000, and mixed in Stockholm in October of that year. Wow, that's okay. They took from June to October. What is that? Four months to get it mixed. Like, to start getting it mixed, it's kind of... I feel like that's a long time. No? Guys? Wait, I mean, to, to get it mixed completely or to just even begin the process? What did you mean? To, uh, from the way I'm reading it, I'm understanding it as... They took until October to start mixing it. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Normally get to work around that right after you finish recording. Yeah, no, but it was a there's a four month gap. I don't know what that's all about, but I mean it was done in October and possibly November, but because uh, during December uh, they released um, an MP3 version of Links Two Three Four as a teaser for the new album. Wait, was was MP3 that new in 2000? Am I just an idiot? <laughs> they may have like they may have like MP2s or something. Oh, I forgot that was a thing, dude. <laughs> now we got MP5s. Wait, what? The gun yeah, joke, I'm kidding. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Ah, dude, MP2s. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> dude. <laughs> you guys never played like that <laughs> I was like, MP5s? <laughs> Oh, uh, fuck, that took me a minute. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> Holy shit, that was great. Hold up. <laughs> oh, my God. I did a song, like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was, like, waiting for the punch, and, like, nobody nobody got it. I was like, oh, okay. Because oh. <laughs> we're all, like, so it. deep in the music world. We're all <laughs> just like, oh, wow, MP5 is a thing. Cool. And Peg 5, like, what is that? Like, I was like, I was like, count, I was like counting with my fingers, like MP one, two, three, four. Was MP two a thing? Yeah, oh, it yeah. actually was. And so was MP one. I um, did not know that. Yeah. Mm, oh. New every day. <laughs> so 2001 was a busy year for Rammstein as the band needed to finish off the Sendshut. Uh, tour ending in January and February with the band playing the Big Day Out Festival in Australia and New Zealand and uh, playing some concerts in Japan. Ooh, Japanese shows. Uh, Mutter itself was released in April. <laughs> Mutter itself was released in April of 2001, April 2nd to be specific, sparking another Rammstein tour through Germany, Austria, and Switzerland. On uh, May 14th, the second single from the album Lynx 234 was released, along with a video of the single on May 18th. Oh, wow. Music videos. When it was 2000. Music videos in 2000, man. That's when starts, uh, shit started to change, huh? Like MTV and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for four days in January of 2002, Ramstein traveled to Prague to participate in a minor scene for the film Triple X. Wait, what? Really? Oh, what? 
That's the, crazy. <laughs> yeah. The band yeah. is seen in the opening scene performing their song Theodore Flay, Frey uh, in a concert. That's crazy. Wait, Triple X? What is that? It's an action movie that had Vin Diesel and then they like soft rebooted it with Ice Cube, I think, um, like a decade later almost. Oh, okay. Give or take. Yeah, but isn't That's there cool, a third movie yeah, that has like both of them or something? Movie. I don't, not that I know of. I don't know. I mean, if there was, I didn't know about it, but I thought there was just the two movies. And that gotcha. Was it. Everybody say hi to Mrs. Underscore Super Baked. Mrs. Hi, Mrs. Underscore Super Baked. <laughs> yeah, but where's where's Miss where's Mister? <laughs> I don't know. I just saw the chat. The 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 they waved in the chat. So we're all, yeah. That's why I was like, okay. everybody say hi. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but to continue on, yeah. So uh, they were in that movie, which uh, the Triple X movie, which is pretty cool, if you ask me. Um, but apparently, uh, furthermore, the singles track listed uh, listing included Duhast and Book Dich cover cover versions by Battery, whatever band that is. I have no uh, idea who that is. No, 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 I'm kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's my friend. <laughs> she just texted me. She's like, "Hey, it's me. I can't change the name." I'm like, "Oh, got it." <laughs> okay. All right. I was wondering. <laughs> uh, all right. So then the next section, 2003 to 2006, Ramstein recorded "Rise, Rise," meaning "Journey, Journey," or as a command, "Travel, Travel," but also an archaic reveal at the El Cortijo, yeah, El Cortijo Studio in southern Spain in November and, to- and December. Of 2003, it was mixed at Toy Town Studio in Stockholm, Sweden, in April and May of 2004. Oh wow! Again with this nice. in-between time, like I don't. Well, well this is 2003. This is before. I mean, uh, who knows how many? I mean, who knows how many logistical stuff that you know we don't know about? You know, behind the scenes that you know made that gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's entirely possible that uh, there was a lot going on that they couldn't, and then because they're also. I noticed twice already they're they're mixing in Stockholm uh, which means they're going back home for or not home but uh, sorry they're going to home studio quote-unquote um, so I think the whole change between getting stuff from from wherever they are to to Sweden might not be that easy either back then anyway like I know the digital age had already started and we had computers and everything but I wonder how hard or not or was it even possible to be sending shit like over the internet you know i don't think google drive or dropbox existed yet yeah. no neither one of and, those and existed that i know that much I, that's, that's why i'm not even it bringing was all that floppy up. disks <laughs> i uh it's a travel time <laughs> here's the entire album here's 20 floppy disks each floppy disk has half a song yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> oh man Anyway, so yeah, then the album was released. Oh, wait, no, no, sorry. The first single was released on July 26th of that year, 2004. Uh, but the album itself wasn't released until uh, September 27th of 2004. And it went straight into the top 10 charts throughout Europe. According to the Billboard charts, Rammstein were at that stage the most successful German language band of all time. That's pretty cool. Oh, wow. That's pretty damn cool if you ask me. Check That's this out. Cool. By February 28th, Rammstein had played 21 concerts 
in front of more than 200,000 spectators in 10 countries. Jesus Christ. That's pretty freaking nice if you ask me. I mean... Uh, those, those aren't bad gigs. <laughs> oh, man. Keep going with that. I might end up calling this episode of that. <laughs> it's not a bad podcast. I love that. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so um, in, 2000, in August of 2005, Rammstein revealed that the follow-up album to Rise Rise would be called Rosenrock. Their first single from the album, Benzene, was released on the 5th of October, with its video premiering on September 16th. Rosenrock was released worldwide, worldwide, I cannot talk, on October 28th. Uh, and then we skip ahead a little bit to uh, 2006, so the video for... Uh, Man Gegen Man was released on the February 6th, 2006, with the single itself being released on March 3rd. Wait, what? You released the video before the single? That's interesting. Okay. What? Dude, Remstein has an asteroid named after itself. <laughs> I'm not what? shitting you. Check this out. On 19th of February, 2006, Rammstein had an asteroid named after them. 110393 Rammstein is the name of the asteroid. Oh, shit. Yeah. Where, where's that? I, what am it's, I supposed to know? It's in space, dog! Yeah, I know it's, it's like in space. It's like no. Well, I'll tell you like this a much. Light years. It's not where it was five seconds ago. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know where it is, dude. You gotta look it's it like up. The royal fa- it's like the royal family's dog named after them too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, but the cat is. No, I'm kidding. Uh, all right. So September 17th, uh, Ramstein released the live DVD. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of all that sentence says. <laughs> Just my bad. <laughs> Uh, let's move on to their next section, 2007 to 2011. So the band took a hiatus from 2006 and began working again in 2007. The recording process reportedly took two years. In July 2009, the title track, Leib ist für alle da, leaked onto the internet. Oh, wow. Remember when leaking was a thing? Uh, I mean, it still is. Yeah, I know, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Uh, along yeah, with promotion like headlines. Headlines. Their album leaked a week early in like 2013. Who's? Avenged Sevenfold. Oh yeah, well. I mean, this isn't oh, that far sure, away from then. That. that was four, five years later, something like that. Four years later. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of makes sense. Still not okay, but it makes sense. Uh, it was confirmed yeah, yeah, in yeah. August 2009 that the album would have 11 tracks, and mixing of the album was once again taking place in Stockholm, uh, and that it had been completed completed by August of. 2009 <laughs> damn it uh, and then the album uh, was released on oh god <laughs> uh, there was three different dates on here none of them were the album release dates sorry where is the album release date oh uh, god I have no idea where the album release date is yay well that aside, sans that. Uh, so, the first album was the song. Oh, not saying that. Uh, I can get away with a lot of things, but I don't think I can get away with that one. Uh, the music video for that song was released September of 2009. 
I'm not gonna say it. You already said it, though. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, sick. Yeah, I said it for you. Ich <laughs> <laughs> uh, ich tu, uh, tu dirve was confirmed as the second single from the album, um, but it doesn't tell me when. <laughs> uh, the, but the video for it was released December twenty first, two thousand nine, <laughs> on the adult website. <laughs> Not repeating that. <laughs> Uh oh, <laughs> oh, sick. That's incredible. What the hell? What is this band? <laughs> uh, I feel like that's not the first time I've heard a band didn't do that, but that's fucking funny. I have a feeling that I, I'm going to send this to my other friend. I'm going to send this episode to her because she loves Rammstein. So I'm going to send this to her, and I have a feeling she's going to text me with a bombardment of things. Just this and that and that and that and that. And yeah, I'm not ready for that, man. <sighs> anyway, moving on. November 8, 2009, Rammstein began the first leg of the Levis Le- 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 Tour in Lisbon, Lisbon, Portugal, as part of the European Summer Tour. Rammstein performed at the 2010 Rock AM Ring Festival, uh, June 4th through 6th, 2010. That's pretty cool, Rock and Ring. Yeah, yeah. Is that still like relevant? Like, do we uh, do we care about Rock and Ring and Rock and Ring anymore? Like. No idea. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I thought so. Oh. I mean, we just haven't had any concerts over the last like year plus, but true. I don't think <laughs> I, 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 actually, we don't care about all of them, Alan. Because <laughs> of the state of the world right now, um, uh, I, as you know, this COVID nineteen. <laughs> I'm gonna smack you, Carlos. <laughs> <laughs> On Sunday, July 18, 2010, Rammstein played in front of more than 130,000 people in Quebec City on the Plains of Abraham as the closing show for the festival. I can't read French, or, well, I can read French, I just can't pronounce it. Uh, Festival de de Quebec, I think, is how you say that. I probably just butchered that entirely. Uh, It was their first North American appearance in nine years. That's crazy, man. How you go on world tours and not hit the U.S.? No, it's, yeah, I get it. Um, Their first U.S. tour in ten years was a... in Madison Square Garden in New York City, that was in 2010. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was like a, it, it. literally was the single, sh- the one show that they did. Uh, tickets sold out in under 20 minutes for that. That's crazy, man. December saw them perform it at Bell Center in Montreal, Canada. So uh, again with the Canadian stuff. Uh, and then the band played a uh, played at Big Day Out 2011, from January 21st to February 6th in New Zealand and Australia. They also went to South Africa in early 2011, uh, and then in February they announced that after the massive success of their sold-out Madison Square Garden show, that they would be doing a North American tour after 10 years. Dang. Yeah. That's crazy. Um. Ramstein played in New Jersey, uh, East Rutherford, Isaac Center, Montreal Bell Center, Toronto Air Canada Center, Chicago Allstate Arena, Edmonton Rexel Palace, Seattle Tacoma Dome, San Francisco Oakland, Oracle Arena, Los Angeles at the Forum, and Las Vegas Thomas and Mack Center, Mexico City's Pal- uh, Palacio de los Deportes, Guadalajara's Arena VFG, and Monterey's Auditorio Banamex to a total of six U.S. dates, three Canadian dates, and four Mexican dates. 
Damn. Christ. That's a tour, man. Yeah. <sighs> man. Uh, in December of 2011, Rammstein released the greatest hits album called Made in Germany, uh, which featured everything <laughs> from 1995 up to 2011. And it create, uh, create, and it contains one previously unreleased track, Mindland, which was released as a single on November 11th, 2011. November 11th. Why do I feel like there's something about that day? Is that Veterans Day? I can't remember. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. What you said? Huh? Was it, was it was the year 2011 that you said? I know you said November 11th, but was the year 2011? Yes. Uh, oh, never mind. Uh, okay. I think it's because it was just 11, right. 11, 11. It's possible. Yeah, I was gonna make a reference to to 100 years of uh, Armistice Day, but no, that that was in um, 2018. Never mind. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Okay. Moving on. Uh, they had a video for Mindland in 2011. Uh, in September of 2012, Rammstein uh, announced that they were headlining Download Festival for th- 2013 with Iron Maiden and Slipknot. Now that. Jeez. Is a damn good gig. <laughs> that's not even not a bad gig. That's just a good gig. That's just a good gig. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even a bad. It's a good gig. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. I would love to play with both of those bands. Uh, November twenty second, saw Ramstein announce via Facebook that they would be releasing the video collection featuring all of their music videos, entitled "Videos Nineteen Ninety Five to Two Thousand Twelve." Short and simple, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's crazy though. Uh, the first, uh, yeah. So they had videos for that and all that good stuff. In July of 2013, guitarist Paul Landers revealed in an interview the possibility of Ramstein, of a Ramstein documentary and a live DVD. He indicated that the oh, band wow. may start thinking about a new album in 2014. Uh, and then in 2014. Uh, band co-founder Richard Krusp um, said that the band was preparing some more live DVDs and that they were taking some time off from the studio. Uh, the band would meet again in 2015 to decide if the time was right to return to the studio. And in May of 2015, Lehman confirmed in an interview with Music Universe that Rammstein would start pre-production on a possible new interview in September of that year. And that uh, production would most likely go on until 2017. That was a whole ass run-on sentence. I am sorry. <laughs> uh, in August of 15, they released a trailer trailer for a project titled In America. Uh, and then that same month, the band announced Rammstein in America, a video release that included the 2010 concert at Madison Square Garden, uh, and a documentary made from archived footage recorded during the band's career. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's fucking sick. I love when Ben see that shit. That's fucking amazing, honestly. So then we get to March of 2017. Uh, Richard Krusp said that Rammstein had about 35 new songs that were close to completion. 35? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh my God. I'm struggling writing 10. 35? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, that were close to completion, though the release date of the band's seventh studio album was still an open question. Uh, in May of that year, they started touring. In June, um, it was announced that, uh, sorry, it was announced via StubHub 
that Ramshine would play songs at their Puerto Vallarta, Mexico show from their forthcoming album, then set for release late in 20 or yeah, late in 2018. That's kind of cool, actually. Uh, in January of 19, guitarist Richard Cruz announced that recording of the album had wrapped in November of the previous year, and the album would be recorded or uh, sorry released in April of 2019, along with five music videos. Rammstein released their first single from the seventh album, Deutschland, uh, on March 28th, uh, and then it allow- uh, announced the release as May 17th of the whole album. Uh, and then, yeah, the album actually legitimately doesn't have a name. It's just the untitled Rammstein album, basically. Nice. Self-titled? Yeah, yeah. It's not even self-titled, man. It's, it's just untitled. There is no title to it. Uh, yeah. Like, you literally would have to look it up as Rammstein's seventh album to be... Like, assuming that Rammstein ever releases more music, then you have to call it the seventh album specifically to find what yeah. you're looking just, for. Or just, put, mm-hmm. or just punch like, in a couple uh, of spaces. Yeah. Or just punch in a couple spaces in the Google and they'll direct you to uh, the Untitled album. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty <Yeah>. much. <laughs> uh, it was reported in September 2020 that they had returned to La Fabrique Studios in France where they recorded the Untitled 7th album to record new music, potentially for a new album. Oh, how about that? I just mentioned that. On September 25th, the 25th anniversary of their debut album, Herzelaid, uh, they announced a remastered anniversary edition to the album for release on December 4th. On December 4th, sorry. The release is available both digitally and physically as a CD housed in a digipack. Sorry, my dyslexia kicked in there. As a digipack as well as a double heavyweight colored vinyl. Oh, dude, man. I really would like to collect vinyl. But also, like, that's expensive. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that should add up, man. <laughs> yeah, it does. And you want, like, a, and you want, like, a good player, too. Yeah, that, t- well, yeah, yeah. I hadn't even considered that. I literally just was like, I just want to have vinyl. But then I'm like, no, if I'm going to have it, I might as well play it. So, yeah, you're right. Uh, in February of this year, Flake Lorenz confirmed to Motor Music that the band had finished recording an eighth album. Oh, wow. We're getting an eighth album this year. Well, I mean, I don't know if it's coming out this year, but... We're getting an eighth album. Soon. It's on the way. Yeah. Lorenz stated that recording sessions were unplanned and the quarantine caused by the pandemic allowed for less distraction and more time to think of new things. Man. What a history, am I right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Almost an hour. Ow. Yeah. I, I want to touch up on, the, on that, whole, uh, that whole thing I mentioned earlier about how they... Send, they were sending their music back to Stockholm to get uh, mixed and uh, and I understand that like if you like your sound you like your sound right but also like man how how hard must that have been to do what kind of you know litigations were necessary to transport that kind of stuff because I like as, like we mentioned earlier imagine it wasn't sent over the the internet somehow so it was physical copies sent over it's like four months that's a long time like why you i wonder know? if and i'm pretty sure it was also back in the days where a lot of bands still recorded tape as well i mean yeah. so it's like it's even more complicated yeah i mean because not today's day and age like you know i could record something and send it over to dj in a few minutes you know 
or the other way around, or I could send something over to our friend Kai. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, imagine Kai mixing something. Imagine Kai mixing something, you get the song back, it's upside down. What? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Is <laughs> that what? No, but yeah, I mean, that, that's true though. Like, you, you really, it's so easy to get people to do shit for you just all across the world. Like, we just, um, we just got somebody from Italy to do our cover art. Wow. So, that's crazy. Never that's met them. Awesome. That's so you know, cool. Got like a really yeah, quick turnaround. Yeah, three days. That's how it is, yeah. Uh, I mean, recording really has changed so much. Especially within the last couple of years, and especially during this pandemic. Because, yeah. like, anybody can do it. Yeah, you know. It's funny, like, you know, in, uh, in the Guitar Orchestra, because we're like this and we have to record, like, we've been talking a lot about what it's like to record and what we need to set up for it and all that stuff. And it's, it's pretty crazy how... This is not something that we thought about a year ago. Well, a year ago, yes, a little more than a year ago, when well, you know we were just kind of playing. It's almost like I'm going to talk about this in about a couple weeks' time at the meeting. <laughs> <laughs> almost, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's pretty crazy, man. Like, I, I, I remember when I started recording, it was. Oh, I don't know, maybe eight, nine years ago, something like that is when I started recording. And back then, we did not have, like, anywhere near the kind of stuff we have now. Back then, it was, I think it was Audacity, and we had a, a plug, one of those plug-in mics that, that, that uh, has the mini connection, the one, one, what is it, one-eighth connection? Or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one-eighth, yeah. It had one of those that it plugged straight into the computer, and that was our microphone. And let me tell you, man, it sounded terrible. <laughs> it was horrible. I, I started, I started, I, I started doing that. But instead of having a, a dedicated 28 inch, you know, cable like you know, like the fucking headphone jack cable, I got an adapter from quarter inch to 18 inch because I didn't know what the <laughs> hell an interface was. <laughs> Dang. You know, yeah, I have I have quarter inch to eighth inch adapters. I have a few of them. And then I also have uh, an XLR to quarter inch adapter too. Like they're just chilling here. I don't use them, but they're, you know, you never know. No, the, 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 quarter, the, the quarter the quarter inch to XLR is actually like useful, but the other ones, but the other one is like I don't know if you're ever gonna use that. I still have mine for emergency purposes, but I don't know if that's ever gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> mine's a mine's a XLR female to quarter inch male. Is what it is. So. Oh okay. That's why I'm like if I'm it was the other way around. Yeah, if it's the other way around, definitely. But that way is not necessarily useful per se. But like you said, for whatever happens, it's there. But um, yeah, no, it's crazy. And then with how DAWs have changed, you know, I was on Cubase five for a really long time, and then uh, recently upgraded to Cubase eleven. And let me tell you, there's a big difference. Jesus Christ, yeah. It's insane. Some of the things that I can do, I'm just like, what? And I don't even have the highest version, dude. That's what's crazy. It's like, what does that have that I will never use? You know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I'm like, it's crazy. And then uh, the whole bouncing thing was a whole thing, you know, like when we bounce tracks to each other and all that. 
That was crazy to me because uh, I didn't even know that was a thing at first until I really got into the production thing. Yeah, but um, anyway. So um, because we started a little late today's episode, uh, we're going to do suggestions right now. And as soon as suggestions are over, we're going to call it so that we have a little bit of gap between now and the live stream. So uh, who's got the first suggestion so I can bring it up? I got it. All right, what so, you got? So uh, this is actually not a metal suggestion. It's more of a... Um, um, I need a shout out to any autistic uh, artists out there. The first one uh, that I have in mind is uh, by Ace Ace. <laughs> He's not even ready. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, give me one second. Oh, my Three, God. two, oh. one. All right, I got it. Oh. Um, it's uh, nine, uh, nah, two steps by Ace Ace. Two steps? Yes. By who? Ace, Chase, with a K. So you said that's like a small artist, right? Yeah, an autistic uh, artist that, uh... I found it, I found it. Yeah. Sorry. There we go. Uh, let me make that viewable. Okay. Can y'all hear it? Just out of curiosity. It's like kind of uh, quiet, but yeah, it's very quiet. I raised it right now. There we go. There yeah. I'm trying to make the banner come up on Spotify, but it's... what is this? Things like a like a. <laughs> okay, this is two steps by Ace Case. Uh, for whatever reason, it's not actually showing the way oh. I have it set up. So the viewers can't see that that's the name. That's the band or whatever. I don't know what's happening here that it's not working. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, let me see if I can adjust this. So, what can you tell me about this song, dude? Um, not much. I mean, I I dig it. There's uh, other uh, songs that they made. Um, another one is "Knives Out" is uh, that I've heard, but I think I like this one uh, more. It's uh, more my taste than than the other song. Gotcha. Yeah, so like yeah. a singer songwriter kind of vibe. I think so. Yeah, they're they're more of an indie uh, artist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got it to open and then it opened like full. So now it's like completely covering us right now. And I'm like, oops. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm fixing that right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, I actually met this um, artist over on TikTok. They, they, um, they're, 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 uh, they're, they're one of the more um, uh, famous uh, autistic creators on TikTok. Yeah. Yes, I definitely recommend checking them out. Yeah, for sure, man. And I'm assuming like this is all like self-produced and all that stuff. I think I, I never really uh, um, 
understand the lyrics per se because I, I, I can hardly understand the uh, lyrics and that's just a personal thing it's uh, i have a hard time li- uh, listening to the lyrics and really understanding them um because i think i have like a an auditory um processing uh thing going on it's okay yeah It'd be like um, that, bro. don't worry about it mm-hmm. uh sorry i'm just adjusting this a little bit there we go i got it oh i need to cut a little bit more <laughs> How are you doing? Oh, we're good. I mean, we could hear us the whole time. It just couldn't see us for a little bit there. All right. But we're good. But uh, I don't know how I feel about the song. I mean, it's... Uh, oh, God. It's almost over. Who's got the next suggestion? <laughs> All right. Can I, may, may I put my suggestion? Yes, please. Hurry. <laughs> okay. Hopefully it's on there. I would like to put Erotic Cakes by Guthrie Govan. <laughs> no, Erotic I'm not joking. <laughs> That's a nice name. Erotic. Very yeah, I know. Very British. Your cake is erotic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he, Casey can't tell what he's very British. What the heck British. is that? What was that? I don't know what that was. That was weird. Why did that start playing? That's not okay. I don't know. That definitely wasn't it. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> <It wasn't laughs> Spotify can't play it, dude. Are you what? serious? Oh, serious? can't play it? Spotify can't play this right now. If you have the file on your computer, you can import it. Ah, oh, dude. All right. Well, while you come up That's with something confused. else, I'm going to do Duhast for Ramstein. All right. Oh, yeah. So now Duhast is playing. <laughs> Rejected. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. No, that what, sucks. What, wouldn't it be the first time. It's okay. Uh, oh, my God. All right. I guess I'll look for something else. <laughs> sorry, man. Oh, uh, well, while this plays, who's got the next one so I can queue that up? Uh, I'm thinking of one. Du hast, du hast okay. Anthony, you got one? Du hast, uh, no, du hast, du hast was what I was going to suggest. Du hast no, I don't think of another one. Sorry. You could go with um, FMU by Last Dinosaurs. Du hast FMU? Yes, sir. By Last Dinosaurs? Yep. Alright, that's queued up. I, I, when I was trying to queue up the other one, when I right-clicked it, it didn't let me queue, so I, I didn't realize that that's what it, that was the problem, and then I got scared. I was like, oh, can I just not queue like that? And I just did it with this one. I'm like, alright, cool, that worked. Yeah, but, man, this song is honestly really fun, really great, and that's why I did it as one of my epic riffs. So if you guys want to go check out the Epic Riffs on the YouTube channel and learn uh, how to play this part of this song, go check that out. <laughs> Shameless plug, am I right? I can see why they call themselves German dance metal. Yeah, I don't know if I could get away with singing that just now, so I stopped. I was like, oops. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, um... What time is it? 634? Alright, we're gonna start our outros while we're doing this then because, uh, like I said, we're gonna bounce as soon as this is over. So, if you haven't already, follow us uh, down in the corner over there. You can see the tag at official pedal to the metal, all one word, no caps, on Instagram and on Facebook. Uh, if you follow both of those, they have link trees. The link tree has 
a uh, link uh, for all of our stuff, including the, the sorry, including the YouTube channel that I mentioned just a few seconds ago. Uh, it also has a link to our Discord server where you can join the Discord server, vote for Band of the Week, put in your suggestions, all that good stuff. You can hang out with us, uh, talk to us, uh, use our Atlas bot for anything uh, music related with some friends and all that good stuff. So definitely check that out if you haven't already. Like I said on the YouTube channel, there's um, uh, the Epic Riff series that I'm sorry that I missed the week. Uh, a lot happened and I couldn't film an episode. Uh, one week was off because of spring break, but the other one I straight up just couldn't get anything in time so i'll have something this week uh so definitely be on the lookout for that uh and if you want to look at some of the older content we do have the what ifs that carlos was doing for a while and we have the one versus episode um that audi metalhood did i almost called you your name my bad dude um the link tree also has the links for our uh merch where you can go get your official pedal to the metal merch we have hoodies uh crew necks long sleeve shirts short sleeve shirts women's tees phone cases both iphone and android and uh sticker because who doesn't want to get sticker all of that stuff comes in a huge variety of colors and sizes so please go check all that stuff out uh shout out again to david isaacs for having bought a long sleeve shirt thank you and uh yeah so check that out if you haven't already uh you can follow me personally at alan music perez all one word or you can follow my photography on instagram at nature's underscore beauty underscore ap i have some pictures that i'm gonna post soon i just need to find where they are because i lost them isn't that wonderful <laughs> um <laughs> and then this comes on oh my god i wasn't ready for that at all even a little bit that was Sorry, great bro. it's all good man you never have to apologize you know that <laughs> I didn't. I said it's fire. <laughs> oh, I heard sorry, bro. <laughs> no, I said it's fire, bro. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm apologizing for shit. <laughs> yeah, good. I was like, dumb. <laughs> I was like, dumb, man. What the hell? I'm not apologizing to you, fucking hen ass bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. Uh, the violence, rise against. The violence? Yeah, by rising. By rise against. Alright. Uh, so as I was saying, yeah, you can follow, uh, my photography Instagram because I'm going to post soon. Um, you can also, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel if you want, Alan P, The Life of a Musician where uh, I used to do vlogs and uh, I haven't because of the pandemic but as soon as the pandemic's uh, uh, as soon as we're cleared out and good to go and hang out and everything I'm gonna have a lot of things that I'm gonna vlog so be on the lookout for what was that? what? I was weird um, anyway so be on the lookout for that that's it's just weird man I think those are my speakers sorry oh okay that scared me I was yeah, like sorry. what? I was like, what is Sorry, that? It sounded like a dinosaur, dude. No, no. <laughs> um, yeah, YouTube channel, follow, subscribe, I mean, and all that good stuff. Uh, you can also follow my Twitch, twitch.tv slash MetalRhino94, where I soon will be finishing my Hellblade Senua Sacrifice uh, playthrough and uh, have other games lined up, so hopefully we'll get to do some of that stuff uh, soon. But that's all for me. Who's got next? I do. Okay. So, 
You, you can follow me on uh, TikTok and Instagram at Audio Metalhead. And you can also subscribe to my, uh, as of uh, late hiatus, YouTube channel. Also at Audio Metalhead. Uh, and uh, thank you for for um, joining us here on Twitch. And also, if you're listening to this on uh, any uh, podcast service, thank you for listening for us, uh, to us. And I also want to give give a shout out to the uh, artist that I suggested. Um, you can follow uh, Ace Case uh, on TikTok at Ace Case Music, and they also have an Instagram, uh, also Ace Case Music, and they also have a YouTube channel, just Ace Case. And um, please check them out; they're they're uh, a cool artist. Cool, cool. Who's nice. next? Uh, <clears throat> I guess I'll go. Uh, uh, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, thank you once again, everybody, for sticking around for the podcast once again. Uh, what was, uh, I apologize yet again for my prolonged absence. I hope to be on here a little bit more often now that my life now is a little bit less busy than it was before, especially the last couple of weeks. But, yeah, so thank you so much for checking us out once again. If you'd like to follow me personally on my Instagram, it's going to be at Carlos Rodriguez Guitar, where on my link tree you can find a link to my personal YouTube page, Spouse of the Metal YouTube page, uh, my band, Lady and Arrow, to Spotify, and, uh, you know, of course, Spouse of the Metal Discord that you're more than welcome to join in and hopefully enjoy. And, uh, yeah, that about does it for me. Uh, real right, quick, sorry, DJ, DJ, uh, DJ, hold up a second. I'm sorry. Did we get everybody's suggestions in, or are we still missing Audi Metalhead? No, no, I didn't have that. Do we still have time to do it for, for mine? Oh, it was Carlos that couldn't got it. Okay. Yeah, we do. I just, that's why I'm, I bring it up so that I can give it up. Okay, it's going to be Perpetual Burn by Jason Becker. <laughs> okay. Uh, you really had to laugh at that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, rejected. Go fuck yourself. What? No, no, Spotify. They're emailing me. <laughs> no, you're good, man. It, it, it queued up. All right, uh, DJ, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so DJ here. You can call me at Contraband96. Uh, check out the link tree in our bio. You'll find some cool stuff. New music coming soon from a band, Midday Moon. Uh, like this month, too. So, you know, check it out. Let us know what you think. Uh, leave a comment, whatever you want, man. We're there. We're vibing. Show, show. That's all I got. <laughs> Feel like that. Hey guys, welcome to here. Once again, thank you guys for listening. Get this podcast is just Twitch. Uh, you can follow me on my Instagram at Mickey One Audio Four. And you can follow my YouTube page at YouTube.com. That's really one cool. Really great well not gonna lie we finished that a little sooner than uh than i expected so yeah. so okay. uh now we're just gonna talk for five minutes while this song plays out on the run carlos is and then we're gonna do our outros again no <laughs> <laughs> then we do the whole, and then we're gonna read uh, fucking Grimstein's entire discography again from top to bottom. Totally, totally gonna do that. That wasn't our outro. That was our second intro. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to big Pedal prologue. to the Metal Part Two. <laughs> oh man, this is the first time we finished this early, so I'm just kind of like, oops. 
<laughs> that was not the intention. But uh, I, it's okay. also because like we're running behind schedule because of our issues from this from the beginning of the show. Like, again, I want to apologize that we hopped on late today. Like I said, we had some technical difficulties uh, getting in um, and set up and everything. And by we, we mean I. Um, and uh, so I do apologize for that. Uh, and like I said, we're cutting uh, the show a little early today um, because we need time to be able to get ready for our Shoot the Shit live stream that is going to happen at 7. So in about 15 minutes over on our YouTube channel, uh, we won't have any of the music stuff or anything like that. We're just going to be hanging out and talking, uh, you know, just shooting the shit as the name implies. There's Perpetual Burn. Uh, so yeah, definitely if you want, go hang out with us there gonna be a lot of fun uh because it's not strictly music and it's uh strictly everything else you know <laughs> that's not true we talk about music on there sometimes um but yeah it's uh, just whatever shit we feel like talking about no- nothing specific yeah it's not like this where we talk about a band of the week and uh only go on them and do this and that and it has to do with them and like no we just hang out and we're just idiots and we stream it on youtube because why not you know <laughs> man this riff this this riff, this 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 song is crazy <laughs> i didn't even know what i wanted yeah, to say dope. have you have you checked out jason becker yet alan like i've been telling you uh i have not had the chance to actually i'm, I'm sorry Dude, carlos J- jason I failed becker you. Is... i'm taking this uh song i failed you carlos i'm sorry, sorry. Dude, jason becker is a fucking like I prefer him over Inve personally. Like J- Jason's really? like a fucking monster. He was like eight. He was like seventeen or eighteen when he played this. Dude, it's fucking crazy. That is pretty crazy. He has new music out too, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, uh, what's the, the latest uh, record he put out? Uh, let me let me check. I actually don't know. It is. I believe it's called. It's kind of a corny name, but it's called Triumphant Hearts. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say more. It sounded like you were in Dundogging. <laughs> no, no. Triumphant Hearts. It's like the hearts. earth shaped into a heart. Yeah. The earth shaped into a heart? Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't dog on him too much. I mean, he's, he has like ALS, so it's like... The fact that he's still writing music is insane to me. That's so crazy. Oh, okay, so he needs to yeah. We get sorry. Different, um, guitarist uh, play or? Uh, so, um, okay, hold on. So, did you ask DJ how long he's had it? Yeah. He's had it since basically um, this uh, since he was like 18 years old. Like, it's kind Dang, of a like crazy, sad man. story. So, like him, so him and Marty Friedman were in a duo di- together called Cacophony, and they were torn together for a while. Um, and this is like all before like Megadeth and stuff like that. So this is like early, yeah. you know, Marty, you know, career. And um, yeah. so they were doing that for a while, like touring Japan. Like Jason had a bit where he would do like arpeggios, like fast as shit arpeggios, while playing with a yo-yo, just fucking all casual. And shit. Fucking what? And, and, and it's on YouTube. You can check it out. It, it, it's pretty crazy. But um, and so they did that for a while. Then Jason wanted to do a solo album. Which this song is, which the song is in, uh, it's called Perpetual Burn, hence the album name. Right. But then, not long after that, he, 
like at 18 years old or 19 or something he was diagnosed with ALS and by like by like the mid 90s he, he was just chair he was just written to a chair like he couldn't move anything except you know his like eyes and just breathe like he he needs he needs like other people to help him out speak and all the other stuff like that and he hires other guitar players to play his stuff for him because he can't physically do it himself but he just writes the music in his like bed chair and and he has like a very special method of speaking Whoa. where you look at like different corners in his periphery in his periphery and then you and then interpreters would be like oh he's saying he's saying this and and, and all it's, it's pretty insane that Jason's still, you know, writing music and, um, you know, he's still such an icon. And I think that's why a lot of people look up to him. And that's why I love him. Too. Anyway, I love Jason's stuff. He's a fucking cool guy. In spite of everything, he's still, he's still funny. Like, like, he, like in interviews where he physically can't speak, he would make his interpreters be like, hey, you're, you're looking at the sexiest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well... Sorry to interrupt that, but it is time to close out the show. So thank you everyone for hanging out with us for the last hour and change. We appreciate it. Follow us on all the stuff that we mentioned. Uh, We love you and we'll catch you guys next week. Peace out.